Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. So what I see is total devastation and heartbreak. Fuck. Yeah. Everything's just burnt. Uh, the rooms are burnt. That thing, the club room would have lost stuff there too. Members of the Caribbean Southern Stars, a steel pan orchestra, wandering around the remains of the Marist Rugby League Club. They've been using these club rooms as a rehearsal space and to store their instruments. Yeah, for such a monumental place that's been a standing stone for this area for so long, it's just devastating. It's, you could see, not only was it a hub for the clubs, but it was also a hub for the bands, the community in itself. And so we could only wonder what the next steps are going to be. In the early morning of December 16th, a fire broke out here, totally gutting the club rooms in Mount Albert. The reason for the blaze is still being investigated, but club trophies, including everything else inside here, totally destroyed. The Marist Saints Club was founded in 1919, and the association of this place goes well beyond rugby for community members. For the Caribbean Southern Stars, this group, a vital part of their lives and culture, totally gone. Every one of the band's instruments have been destroyed in the fire. Caribbean Southern Stars, we treated this as a place of coming together for our music, for people. And it's, it's just heartbreaking to see. I mean, there's virtually what you're looking at is nothing, is there's nothing left. That's 18 years worth of steel pan drums. The band was set up way back in 2005 and over the past few years has become a regular feature, bringing the Caribbean flavour to an Auckland rugby club room. This was a clip from one of their last practices at the club room. Camille Nakith is from Trinidad and the founder of the group. There were about four of us from different um, Caribbean islands and we thought, well, the Pacific people were bringing their instruments and their music here and from all around the world. And there was an absence of Caribbean music. So we got together and we got some funding, I think, from a Pacific sports community trust. Without them, it would have been difficult. So we got them and they um, gave us some money for, for us to purchase the instruments. So they came from Trinidad. The instruments came from Trinidad. And so we've been playing ever since, in 2005. We've, we've had people from Aotearoa, Tangatapenua. We've had Tongans, Samoan, Trinidadians, Guyanese, people from Barbados, um, Europe, England, Wales, South Africa, India. You name it, pretty much. We've had people from all over come and join our band and still stay with the band. We've had so many messages from people 
offering support. Yeah. The same plans that we've had for the last 18 years, we've looked after them, people have looked after them, and to have it all gone in a fire, uh, it's, um, it, uh, it's pretty. How hard has it been to get them made here or sent to New Zealand? Well, steel pans are pretty difficult to make. Um, Our pans came from Trinidad. Uh, I think that's where the best pans are made. Uh, That's the origins of of steel pan anyway. So we had to air freight it in. It was pretty expensive, but we had that grant from Pacific Sports Trust. Uh, There's no one here that makes pans. There are a couple of people in Australia that make pans, and we bought, I think, one or two from them, but having the pans, having someone to tune the pans because they do go out of tune. It's a very expensive vent here. And we've just had someone tune it a couple of years ago from Australia coming to tune it. So we have to pay for that. It's a pretty difficult, complex job getting pans here. For many, the upbeat sound of the steel pan is the sound of the Caribbean, but its origins are an echo of the island's past of oppression, slavery and resistance. Well, it, we have the history of um, our enslaved peoples because we have our indigenous people that were there, our Kalinago people that were pretty much killed out. Some of us survived and our enslaved peoples from Africa came and had their drums and that was banned and then our indented laborers from India came and had their drums that was also banned so we took to using bamboo and that was banned because it said it it sent songs of rebellion which it did and protest and so we took to using biscuit drums to play and somebody discovered the oil drums that we used for carrying oil. That was World War, after World War II. And so you, you realize that if you indented the drums, you heated it, heated it and indented it, it carried music. And that's where the origins of the steel pan came from. It was largely played among an illiterate community until um, Dr. Eric Williams, our first prime minister, when we gained independence, said we need to make this a mainstream of the of Trinidad and Tobago. We need to bring it into our culture, and it's been our in our culture ever since. And now, steel pan is played throughout the Caribbean, Jamaica, Barbados, pretty much every Caribbean country now has steel steel bands. So it's a Caribbean music, Trinidad, even though it originated in Trinidad. Caribbean without a doubt, but Camille's band has been instrumental in getting the sound out and across to all sorts of communities in Auckland over these years. Our, you see, the, the band, the steel band, played everywhere at Pacific events, at Maori events, at, at Chinese functions, at Indian festivals. Trinidad is made up of a, of a whole raft of peoples anyway, but our music is played, it's happy music, it's lovely magical sounds. And uh, and uh, we played at Pride festivals, at so many Auckland Council events, at Christmas. So all of the Christmas events we there, the multicultural festivals. I mean, we you know we brought Caribbean music to the Motu to our Tiaroa 
and um, and uh, just and we brought family. You know, the band members were like a family. You know, they um, everybody would come. Nobody ever really left the band. How many drums altogether? Lots. Um, we had two sets of basses, um, the cellos, the guitar pans, the old steel pans. We had three drum kits there. We had just purchased a new drum kit. All our percussions, the graters that we bought in Trinidad, all our um, traditional Trinidad percussion instruments, the band notes, the band notes that we have, um, that would be difficult. That would be difficult. Some we had digitalized, but most we hadn't. And we always said we would do it. So people listening, if you have to archive your stuff, do it now. Don't wait until tomorrow. Everything's gone except the band members. That's 18 years of steel pan drums and over a hundred years of history for the wider community. They have been wonderful. We didn't have to pay. We were going to make a donation. Um, they were just so accommodating of us. So we've been there for two years. I know there's some church groups that use it too. The, the club rooms are there. Other organizations also use it. It was a real community space, even though it needed a lot of work. It was just so warm and welcoming. You never noticed there were chips on the stairs or things were broken or things were working. It was just a warm and welcoming space by the people, the community, everything that um, surrounded it. Yeah, I just think it's a shame. Like we've lived here for so long and used this park for walking the dog or playing rugby or playing with friends and using the community hall and everyone's been so generous even if you're not a part of the event they'll invite you over and have a little bit of kai or something and be together but yeah now it's all gone what happens next you know we have to keep moving you know we have to we we have to build back we will build back. We will build it back. It sits in our DNA, you know. We will build back. But it's, um, we're going to need an aroha and the support of, of our whanau in our Teoroa. A heartbroken but hopeful Camille Nakith there, talking about the fire that gutted the Marist Saints Club rooms in Mount Albert last week and destroyed her band's collection of steel pan drums. My name is Kadambri Raghukumar, and every week I produce an episode of Voices that features people from all parts of the world who live here in New Zealand. Follow the Voices podcast on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, and everywhere else you get your podcasts from. Thanks for listening. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.